Welcome to the Jenny Carlson Show. This is our inaugural show. It's our big debut. And to be honest, words really can't express how excited I am to re-enter this space. So I'm happy to have you all along for the first of many weekly shows featuring voices from the sports world in Oklahoma and beyond. We'll have coaches and players, leaders and trend center setters, movers and shakers. And for the first show, we wanted to go big. We wanted to hear from someone making big waves in the sports scene. And for the past few weeks, nothing's made bigger waves around Oklahoma than sellout crowd. And frankly, it's national. This new network of sports content creators launches Friday, September 1st at selloutcrowd.com, but it's already turning lots of heads. Sellout Crowd is a symbol of a team that includes some of the most well-known sports journalists in Oklahoma. And the man behind Sellout Crowd, well, that's founder Mike Kaler. Or uh, Mike, do you want to be called, I don't know, Poobah or Puppet Master? Or, or do, you have a, do you have a title here you want to be called? Uh, my my title lately has been the guy whose fault all of this is. So that's uh, <laughs> that's what I that's what I've been going by lately. Um, and that's you know some people have blamed me and some people have praised me, but you know in, at the end of the day, uh, I did this thing, and yeah. I'm glad it's a thing. You did a thing. Well, as as everybody can see, Mike's with us today, and just a gl- little bit of backstory. Mike was an assistant sports editor at the Oklahoma in the early 2000s, and he was one of my bosses for several years. So we've known each other for quite a long time, and because of that, I might call him K Man. And I frankly can't remember Mike. Is that Barry's uh, Barry Trammell's given nickname for you, or, or did you bring so. that with you? No, I think that's a Barryism, and I think that's it's been really effective. Uh, lately, because I think there's like five or six mics involved in this project, so I'm I'll answer to whatever. But uh, but K Man works. Sellout Crowd does have a high mic quotient, I have to say. So uh, so let's talk about Sellout Crowd. Um, we're going to take a look at the big picture and some of the small details. We're going to dig into why uh, Kaler decided to do all this in the first place. But first, I feel like we kind of need to start here. What the heck have we done? What what is this, Mike? Um, it's uh, it's a leap of faith. It's uh, it's an experiment. It's uh, a new model for media. It's it's a lot of different things, and 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 at the end of the day, it's really uh, sort of a, a smash up of my two career paths that I've had over the past however many years, twenty years, two decades. And it's a it's a way really to honor and feature and 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 grow the idea that, you know, sports content creators are and sports journalists are like any other creators in this web economy. We have They're they're people with expertise and interesting things to say that audiences and brands should find valuable. Well, let's talk a little bit about that background mashup, <laughs> because yeah. uh, you you did uh, you did work in sports media, you did work in sort of traditional media, but then you you transitioned. So let's talk a little bit about that background. How did it lead to this creation of Sellout Crowd? Well, sports journalism is something I've really been doing my whole life. I I turned sixteen, and then like two days later, later covered my first ball game, and so I did that for. For a long time, I came to I came to the Oklahoman uh, in 2000, like right after you, the the genesance of uh, the Oklahoman Sports Department. So Jenny came in '99, and then George Schroeder came to cover the Sooners after that, and then I came in 2000 to be the deputy sports editor. And you know, really, we started a new era, tried to innovate, 
And, you know, like Barry said, I, I became, you know, I was just on the internet all the time. I became the internet guy trying to figure out what this thing was, what social media was, and then really how we could inter integrate all of these new digital tools in, into what we were doing, how we we're telling stories. We did a lot of cool stuff then. Uh, I eventually became the multimedia editor, so sort of spreading that philosophy over the whole newsroom. And um, But with the industry being what it was in, you know, 2006, 7, 8, um, you know, I used it as a way to leverage my way way off the ship and uh, make a new sort of living and started in, uh, started my own agency in 2010, uh, Smirk New Media, which is still going strong, doing social media strategy, digital marketing strategy for folks. But always in the back of my mind and in my blood was like, what does this mean uh, for journalism? What does this mean for all my friends that are, are, are still toiling away at that? And, and I just saw from a digital marketing side of things that people were consuming content. People consume more content now than they ever have in the history uh, of civilization. Um, advertisers were sp still spending money. They were still doing marketing and advertising and brand campaigns. Um, and they were really, you know, there was this shift towards individual content creators. You know, every all of my children want to be YouTubers when they when they grow up. You know, brands were partnering with content creators who had two things, expertise and audience knew what they were talking about and had an appeal to the people, um, you know, that they were talking to. And so I knew that you guys had that as well. You know, all the traditional journalists, uh, you know, especially in our market with the track record that you and Barry and, and our team have, you have expertise and you have built in audience. And but you were inside of a system that, that didn't really understand how to 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 make that work um, for you as individuals, for them corporately, maybe. But um, <laughs> so that's what we did. We we sort of, you know, we went towards this model where um, you guys can be brands and 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 you guys can and really speak to your audience again with some freedom. And that's that's where sellout sort of grew and emerged and and has become uh, has become real. So that's the seed, but getting from seed to actual plant or whatever analogy you want to draw, yeah. not exactly easy. So yeah. who else is behind? Who else is behind this effort? I mean, how did we actually get to this point where we're ready for launch? Well, um, you know, contrary to popular opinion, I'm not. You know, uh, I'm not sitting on a stack of money or anything. I'm not a self-made millionaire. I, I, I'm good at ideas and I'm good at. At, at, you know, creating a sort of a business plan, but, you know, we needed some backers that would really, would really help support us in that. And um, so, you know, from, from what I'm told, it happened really fast. It seemed like every day was, it was a million years old, but, but we started this in earnest in December. Uh, we, we shopped around to different uh, investors and, you know, then one day, a few months ago, I went down to Belmar, Belmar Golf Course in Norman and sat across the table from Toby Keith and a couple of his business partners and, and, and told this story. And, and Toby, much to his credit, he's a really, you know, you know, we, everybody has a lot of opinions about Toby. I'll tell you one thing. He's a great business person. He, 
he's not just a guy singing a song. He he's smart. He's surrounded by a lot of smart people. And uh, so he decided to partner with us. So he decided to help us with this initial uh, seed of investment and ongoing ongoing help as long as we need it. But it enabled us to recruit a great team, not just of you, all the talented talent, all the talented talent, <laughs> but also all the uh, all the people in support of you. And 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 you know, since then, with their backing, it's opened doors to some great um, advertising partners as well. And so, I mean, that was always important for us to. This is going to be ad driven and supported, and um, and the the support of those people uh, is just sort of compounding upon itself, and really really has gotten us where we are. And by the way, people also know Toby Keith as a big OU fan. I think it's worth saying that he's not directing our content. And yeah. uh, by yeah. the way, uh, you and I, Kayla, when we were at the Oklahoma, and, uh, you were there. Oklahoma was owned by the family whose name is on the stadium at OU. And I think we figured out how to cover the teams pretty equally. So, yeah, yeah, there's a, you know, editorial independence was important, but it's really, you know, it's sort of built in there because you guys are the, you guys can do what you want to do. I mean, it's really a partnership between this is not me or Mike Sherman or whomever, you know, telling all the creators what to write. We're telling the creators, you have the freedom to do what you want, you think is right for your brand. And you're partnering with Sellout for us to distribute that content. And so it's, it's, it's a really a new model. You know, we can provide editorial guidance, but, but the freedom, the freedom to write what you want to write is baked into the model. Yeah. Well, like you said, December was kind of when things really started percolating for sellout, but the public at large became aware of sellout crowd when billboards started popping up, announcing Barry Trammell as a sellout. Uh, there've been more billboards, lots of other stuff since then. So let's talk a little marketing. Why has this marketing campaign done and resonated as widely as it done so well, do you think? Um, you know, it's just... Well, one thing we got a lot of smart people that that we're working with. Not only my team at Smirk, but uh, Robot House Creative has created our branding and helped create all that the billboard campaign. Uh, Casey Simon at Peak Media helped uh, uh, organize that with Lamar Outdoor, who's been a great partner. Um, you know, it there was a plan in my head, and then there was the plan that happened. And so, fortunately, we. You know, some of the news got out a little earlier than we wanted it to, but that enabled us to shift really quickly and and pop those billboards when people were already talking about, hey, what the heck is going on? Are Barry and Jenny really leaving? And then we pop, you know, those billboards show up the very next morning and people are like, oh, somebody's mad at Barry and what is going on and what does this mean? Because, you know, the, one of the brilliant things that, that Brian and his team at Robot House thought of was like, it's no branding. All it said to Barry Trammell is to sell out black, white letters on a black background and people freaked out. I mean, the best story is that Barry, the best story is Barry, you know, we're doing, you know, we're all gathering together and Barry shows me, this shows us all a text that he got from his church community group about how they're encircling him in prayer because of all that, all the attacks that are coming upon him. So 
Um, so that was great. The other one thing, somebody said, you know, did Russell Westbrook pay for this? I think that was another <laughs> great thing about the billboard. But that got things talking, you know, got, that got people talking. Yeah. You guys had great, you know, farewell columns in the Oklahoman. Uh, and then we rolled right into announcing the rest of our talent, you know, which I don't know if that was a week ago or a, a year ago. Every, t- time has no more meaning for me. Um, and then, you know, that we've been slowly building up, building out the social, getting people, you know, having a place where people can can get notified when we launch. And and we're we're hours and away from that actually happening. So yeah. the, the marketing couldn't have gone better. I mean, I really I really think it worked out, out great. And the anticipation is super high. Um, and so we're ready to go. Yeah, definitely. So sellout crowd, I mean, you know this, Mike, I mean, it's not the first all digital sports media startup. I mean, like there, <laughs> there are big ones like the athletic national, like the athletic, we've got local sites covering OU, OSU, Thunder, high school sports, um, that are similarly, um, you know, you could put them under that same all digital sports media umbrella. So what what's different about sellout crowds model? How how is it different than those other startups? Well, um, you know what I think is the biggest difference um, is a we're not trying to do a paywall. I think people have paywall fatigue. I think you know it's easy. It to me it doesn't ever make sense to alienate a potential reader by asking them for a dollar when all they want to do is read one great story. And so, so that was always on our mind to not do that. Um, because I knew from the marketing side of things and just being in that community for a long time, that advertisers were more, uh, more than happy to support great content and great product. And what the, what things like the athletic lacked was a really great sales team, a really great local sales team. And so, you know, the athletic and some of these national outfits were either paywalling or or selling national advertising for support. You know, and we're as you know, our goal, of course, is, you know, I'd love to, you know, have Coca-Cola give us a, you know, a million dollar ad contract or whatever. But we know that there are a lot of business owners and a lot of great brands in the state that support. Uh, that are fans of you guys, that are fans of the teams that we cover, that are that are that know that eyeballs will be next to that content, and so that's what we're, you know, that's the that's the business model is that you know they, you know, really being advertiser friendly and creative, sort of tearing down some of the old journalism rules that have handcuffed the business for a while, um, you know, and really being aggressive with with you know, spon- either sponsors supporting individual creators or individual types of coverage. I think that's 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 the way to go. It just, you know, takes hustle. It takes creativity in the conversations that we have. And but it also sort of respects the reader, knowing that the audience numbers uh, without a paywall will be convincing in the metrics that we we go and get our financial support from. And then there's some other ways that, you know, some other revenue streams that we're looking at, you know, extra tiers, but tiers that people, you know, extras that people can pay for and get extra things instead of, you know, wake up on a Sunday morning and can't read Barry Trammell because, 
you know, they they have an annoying pop up in front of their face. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned before time has sort of become a, a fluid thing in these last few days as all of this comes to fruition. Uh, lots of moving parts for you. Um, so I'm kind of curious about just your personal why in all this, Mike. I mean, um, we've known each other, but obviously people that are listening to this don't. Um, I know that you not only started in sports media, but you are a legacy uh, in, in media. Your dad uh, was also in sports journalism. So is there, is there a through line there? Kind of talk about your, your why a little bit in all of this. Yeah, I'm a Nepo baby, so it's pretty pretty bad. You know, there's Dr. Freud, I'm sure would have a great time with this, but, but yeah, I, I just, my why is that, um, I think the people doing this work are, you know, artists is a strong word, but you're craftspeople, you're great craftspeople with what you do. And, um, and, you know, the way you tell stories, the way you connect with the public, the way you're their eyes and ears. And but I think journalism, you know, my wife is a teacher and I sort of I think teachers and journalists are sort of get in this bucket of. They what they do stands for something. And so they tolerate being treated like crap, <laughs> you know, it's you know, you're doing it for a higher cause. You're doing it for the First Amendment. You're doing it. Be as because you're loyal to readers, you're doing it because writing is a gift that 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 you want to hone and work at and be be good at. And so sometimes people in our business do that, have such a passion that they tolerate working 80 hours a week and making $40,000 a year. So, and, and, and so you, when I saw what the business was doing to folks, you know, people like you and Barry, especially, you know, when, when you're at the top of your game, you have the respect of your audience and the respect of your peers, but the, but the organ, but the structure around you is asking you to work without pay to to sort of carry the burden of five people's jobs instead of one i i just think that i thought that was unjust and so you know i'm i'm not just a journalism nepo baby but i'm a hippo i'm a hippie baby too so you know my hippo my hippie parents taught me that things should be just yeah and so so that's what this is all about i'm not trying to make a lot of money I'm not trying to take over the world. I'm trying to support people who are great at their jobs. And, and, you know, that's the, that's the bottom line for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about whether that could be a model that could go elsewhere uh, before we finish. But one more thing, obviously, selloutcrowd.com launching September 1st. That's the sort of immediate future website launches. People come and see great content from a variety of content creators. But what about the longer term? What what do you sort of envision? More creators, different partnerships, different content? I mean, we all know that the Internet's such a fluid thing. There's probably stuff we haven't even thought of that's going to come up. But what do you foresee as that next steps for, for Sellout Crowd? Well, to just talk about the, you know, just talk about us here. You know, what I want this brand to be is the place where people in Oklahoma can go 
for the best conversations and stories about sports that are happening. Of course, that starts with all of our top tier creators. But, you know, I want other people to have voices. We're actively recruiting people who have smaller podcasts or blogs or great social media followings. There's guys, you know, there's two guys in their garage who are talking about Sooner football who, you know, that might be the most interesting conversation going on that day about 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 the team. And so I'd love for those guys to have a chance to, you know, have a bigger bigger platform to maybe make some make a living off of that. You know, I think the 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 web has opened us up to a lot of opportunities to talk about the stuff we love and and just to have a one place where we can mix up that this buffet of you know you what you're writing but also what what some what a player might be talking about what you know what a what a do-it-yourself social media tiktok wizard is 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 talking about all of that is is a great mix of uh, a great mix of you know voices about what's happening in this space and the great thing about sports is you know it's a legacy grandpa loved the sooners i love the you know i love the sooners my kids are going to love the sooners and so we have this 100 100 year legacy of people who are crazy about about following these stories and we we want to give them as much as they want and much as they can take from as many voices as as who want to be a part of what we're doing. Yeah, it's exciting to see sort of what what kind of mix we could come up with. Um, and obviously, this is a sports crazy state, Mike. Before we let you go, I got one more question. So it makes a lot of sense that we would do this here because we do have that passionate fan base. But could this idea scale? Could it be expanded to other markets? We're not the only sports crazy place in, in the world, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really think it can. Uh, I think part of that is the state of traditional journalism. Part of that is the passion that people continually have for this stuff. The The Big 12 isn't adding four more teams or the SEC isn't expanding because people are tired of following college football. People are, 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 can't get enough. And so, you know, I sort of tongue in cheek said that, you know, I'm, I'm flipping distressed journalists like people flip houses. Um, but, but I think every market has, has folks, you know, in, in the newspaper business and radio on the internet who have some great things to say about the teams that, that they're covering have great stories to tell and, and an audience who wants to figure out how to get to that content easier. And so, yeah, we're looking at other markets. I have, you have friends in the business. I have friends in the business who, who could use more freedom and, and markets who could use a, a, a better outlet for stories. So it's something we're already talking about. Obviously the investors are interested in something like that too. But I, I think, you know, the model has to be fixed. Um, and, and I, I, I think we're, we're close to figuring it out and I want to see uh, how many places and, and how many people we can, we can help. It's exciting. It's exciting just to know that that website's going to launch on Friday. People are going to start to come in and see what we've created. And uh, this conversation has been awesome, Mike. Thanks for your time. Thanks to 
uh, you for joining us. But thanks to you out there for coming on and, and uh, joining us for the inaugural Jenny Carlson show. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, basically anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. And of course, you can find me and a bunch of other great content creators at selloutcrowd.com. And if you haven't signed up for our emails already, go to the website, do it right now. No dilly, no dally. Join the crowd and we'll see you next week.